Are you using email marketing to drive membership sales? If so, you're going to love today's episode because I'm sharing six changes that will improve the results that you get from email marketing for your membership. Let's do this. You're listening to the Membership Guys podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now, here's your host, Mike Morrison. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to episode 335 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host, Mike Morrison. Thanks so much for joining me this week. On today's episode, I'm talking all about email marketing. Most of us running membership businesses or indeed running any type of online business will be utilizing email marketing. The basic sales funnel, the flow from people becoming strangers to becoming members generally involves them coming into your world, probably consuming some sort of free stuff. So blog posts, podcasts, or whatever. They then want more from you, so they subscribe to your email list. Once on the email list, they receive marketing emails from you that are designed to get them to join your membership. Pretty much every membership business has some variation, probably a lot more complex than that, at the core of their marketing strategy. And so it's not enough to just get lots of people reading your blogs, lots of listeners for your podcast, subscribers to your YouTube channel. It's not enough to just get lots of those people signing up to your email list. You need to make sure that once you've got those leads, you're actually nurturing them and communicating with them and marketing to them in a way that increases the chances that they will join your membership that you'll generate revenue, that you'll get those sales conversions. So today's tips are hopefully going to help you to level things up with your email marketing. So the first tip is simply to email more. Email more often than you might be comfortable with. Often people hold back because we're worried about overdoing it in terms of how frequently we're emailing our subscribers. But as a result, we end up going too far in the other direction where we're worrying about being too intrusive. So every email we consider sending becomes this huge albatross and we're really getting over anxious and over concerned. What if people unsubscribe? What if it's been not enough time since the last email that I send and we end up overthinking it and as a result avoiding sending out emails about stuff that people likely want to hear about. Subscribers can manage more email than we think that they can. They want to hear from you. Sure, we don't want to annoy them but remember they signed up to your email list for a reason. They're interested in what you have to say. They want to know about what else you can do for them. They want to be kept in the loop. So you're doing them a disservice if you hold back on emailing them about your new content, about your membership, about ways in which you can help them. You don't have to be in their inbox every day. Although there are some people out there who swear by daily emails. But chances are you could stand to email just a little bit more than you currently do. A little bit more than you're currently comfortable with. And these days, most modern email marketing platforms have the tools in place whereby 
you can actually give people a way of just clicking on a simple link in that email that will add a tag to their account saying that they'd rather not receive certain types of emails or that they'd rather hear from you a little less often. So you could incorporate something like that to make sure that those people who don't want to hear more from you aren't put off by you stepping things up in terms of emailing a little more. So that is the first tip. Simply to think about, could you email just a little bit more than you currently are? If you ever find yourself really stressing or worrying about whether you should send an email because it's been two weeks since your last one and what happens if everyone gets angry that you're emailing them so often or whatever, then try and get a bit more comfortable with emailing a little bit more. And if you are really worried, make use of these modern tools available in email marketing platforms that give recipients a way of just letting you know, okay, I don't want to get emails about this particular topic, but keep emailing me about other stuff. The second tip, add a PS to your emails. If you're not already utilizing a PS at the bottom of the emails you send, you're missing out. This is prime real estate, so to speak, and often it's the one part of the email that people pay most attention to. A good PS can be a game changer. It can be a way to add a little sales plug or a little call to action onto the back of what is otherwise a purely value-driven email without detracting from that value. It's a perfect place for a call to action to join your membership. Again, you'd be amazed at how often people skip the body of the email and jump straight to the PS. It's habitual. So make sure you're including a PS with a call to action about your membership whenever you email your subscribers. A lot of people will already be doing this. You might be having a PS in there every now and then, but this is probably one of the most important parts of your email, the most read, the most acted upon. So make sure that you have a PS in those emails because for some reason... People are drawn to that PS, they pay more attention to it, they're more likely to click a link that's in that section. So this is how you get that call to action in there, even if the email you're sending isn't a sales or a marketing email. You could be sending out an email sharing top tips on using email marketing for your membership. You might not mention joining your membership anywhere within the email itself, but then in the PS, we could throw in and if you really want to step up your email marketing campaigns, we have some copy and paste email templates inside Membership Academy. If you're not already a member, click here to join. So you get that call to action, you get that salesy bit in the PS. You make sure it's related to the content that came before it, but it means you can keep the content that does come before it pure and you save the call to action for that prime real estate at the end. So if you're not already utilizing that PS effectively, start today. The third way of leveling up your email marketing to get better results is to use stories. Great storytelling can go a long way to making your emails more relatable, more entertaining and more relevant to your audience. Storytelling works like gangbusters in marketing. Now these could be personal stories either from your own past experience or current events where you're sharing a predicament that you overcame, something that happened to you yesterday, a conversation you just had, a struggle you've dealt with a misconception or a misunderstanding that you've since corrected, something like that. It can be funny, it can be inspirational, it can be heartbreaking, but it should be something that might speak to where your readers are right now, something they can associate with, something they recognize, the problems they're facing, the things they're unsure about. There should be something familiar in your story to them. So 
This gives context to what you're saying. It brings personality. It brings something that they can associate with that might resonate with them and inspire them and attend them, motivate them, give them hope for what's possible, or even just spark an idea or have them look at things a little differently. People engage better with stories than just info. Having a narrative to follow, a compelling story, can captivate and engage people far more than just sharing a handful of tips where it's sterile, it's matter-of-fact. Stories are far easier to infuse your personality into, which of course helps foster connection, which goes a long way, especially with memberships where that connection is so key. They don't necessarily have to be your stories either. You could be sharing success stories from your members, case studies and so on, with permission of course. Now, not every email you send needs to have a story, needs to have a narrative, but incorporating storytelling into your email marketing strategy can absolutely elevate it, especially if you use our next tip, and that is to create open loops across multiple emails. So this is where you start a story, you start a narrative, you start a series of tips or something sequential, right? Something that is multi-part, but you don't put it all in one email. You don't conclude that story or wrap everything up in that single email. Instead, you open the loop. You get things started, but then you leave people wanting more. You tell them to keep an eye on their inbox for your next email, which is where you either continue or you close that loop. You could draw it out over multiple emails or it could just be a one-two punch. Now, you don't want to drag things out too much. You don't want to over-egg the pudding, but if you've got a great story to tell and a strong narrative that lends itself to being sent one bit at a time, then using these sort of open loops in your emails can be fantastic at engaging and intriguing your subscribers and having them keeping an eye on their inbox waiting for the next part. You sometimes see this referred to as a soap opera sequence, or even I've seen it called Seinfeld emails. Because it takes the same idea as soap operas where you get some of the story in each instalment, but you end with a teaser, you end with a cliffhanger that has people eagerly anticipating that next tasty morsel. This is definitely something you can experiment with in your own email strategy as a technique for ramping up engagement. And speaking of experimentation, that's my next tip, which is to make use of the tools that almost all email marketing services provide in order to experiment with different approaches, different content, different subject lines, and so on to find what works best for your subscribers. So that's our next tip, experiment. One of the main ways of experimenting in the emails you send is using something called split testing. This is where you create multiple variations of the same email, where the difference between each version might be as minor as a single line or two of content, or it might be that the emails themselves have the same content but different subject lines or different PS sections and so on. Or it could be major. There could be two completely different emails. So whatever the variations, you can set your email marketing system to send these different versions to your subscribers. So your subscribers only receive one variation. They only receive one email. But for some subscribers, they'll get email version one. For others, It'll be email version two, email version three, however many variations you have. Then when the dust is settled, you can go and view stats. You can view a report to see which version got the best open rates, which version got the best click-throughs on your links and so on. 
This information will then better inform your approach in the future. So if your testing shows that emails with a shorter subject line get opened more than those with longer subject lines, you then stick to short subject lines going forward after testing a few more times, of course. Or even better, some email software will let you run the test on just a portion of your list. Then it'll automatically pick the winner of that test based on the criteria you set and send the winning version to the rest of your list. So let's say you have a thousand people on your email list. You could run a split test of two different versions across 200 of those people. And then whichever one performs best automatically gets sent to the remaining 800 subscribers. So all told, 900 people get the best version of your email. And that's only possible because of the other 100 who perhaps received the other version didn't respond to it as well, but you were able to see which of the variations performed best before you sent it out to the majority. This sort of split testing can be invaluable for refining and perfecting your approach to email marketing to best suit your audience's preferences and as a result, improve the results that you see. So that is our fifth tip for leveling up your email marketing results. Use split testing to experiment and refine the messages you send. And the final tip is again, something that the more modern, more advanced email marketing systems enable you to do. And that is to include conditional content in your emails. So systems like ActiveCampaign, Keep, Entrepot, ConvertKit, and so on, they let you add tags to individual subscribers. And one of the great things about having these tags on your subscribers is that you can use those tags to control which part of your email content someone sees. So the systems we talked about, they'll enable you to specify that certain sections of your email will only be shown if the subscriber who receives it has a specific tag. If they don't have that tag in their user account, then they won't see that content. So your email content becomes conditional and becomes better tailored to each individual recipient. So a simple way to use this, for example, would be if you sent an email newsletter to everyone on your list, whether they're a member or not. If your members have a tag on their accounts that show that they're a member, then obviously that means any subscribers on your list who don't have that member tag aren't members. So knowing this, you could add a section to your email newsletter that gives a big sales pitch for your membership. And you can then set it so that only people who do not have the members tag see that section. So when a member gets the newsletter, they see all the content of the newsletter and there's no sales pitch. When your non-members get that newsletter, they see all the same content of your newsletter, but at the end, there's a sales pitch. Simple, right? Another example is something we do ourselves. We have different segments for the content on our blog at themembershipguys.com, planning, building, growing. These groups have very different needs and interests. So on our website, if someone's reading a blog post about planning, we'll entice them to join our list with a free planning guide. If they opt in for that, we tag them as interest planning. If they read something about building, so they're reading about tech, we opt them in via our plugin comparison chart. Again, something you're only interested in if you're in that building stage. And we tag those people as interest building. And then for growth, again, they read something growth related that's aimed at people who already have memberships. 
We offer them the retention checklist, which again is something they're going to be interested in if they're in the growth stage and we tag them interest growth. We then use that tag in some of the emails we send out to make sure that the content is specific to the interest that person has. So if we're sharing links to useful articles and so on, we're able to share stuff that is directly in line with each subscriber's specific interests and needs. So we can send one email out that perhaps contains three links to articles that we suggest people read. We can use this conditional content, utilizing the tag so people with interest planning see a list of links that are to articles about planning. People with interest building see a list of links that are all about tech and so on. And we go a step further. Not only do we use those tags to have conditional content in the emails themselves, we also use them to have people in completely different sequences of emails, different automations from each other. So we're not just changing the content they see, we're changing the entire campaigns that they receive. This sort of conditional content and tailoring of what we send to people, again, helps ensure we're more relevant to each individual, which in turn makes it more likely they'll open our emails, more likely they'll click on links, respond to calls to actions, and ultimately join our membership. So those are six changes that will improve your membership business's results from email marketing. The first, email more than you might be comfortable with. Our subscribers can handle it. And actually, if you're worried that they can't, there's ways in which you can help them to refine how much email they receive and what topics they're emailed about. The second, if you're not already doing it, is to utilize a PS at the bottom of the emails you send. Perfect place for a call to action, prime real estate within your emails. Third, make use of stories. Storytelling goes so far in marketing. It's so much better for making you relatable, for engaging people, for really, really bringing and drawing them into what you've got to say and getting your message across. The fifth, which can be incorporated with your storytelling, is to create open loops. Don't try and pack everything into individual emails. You can break things down. You can create series of emails that have people waiting for the next one to arrive. Again, increasing engagement, drawing people in a bit more, making it more likely they'll read and take action. The fifth is to use split testing to experiment with different approaches to your email. So the stuff we talked about, we talked about bringing in PSs, we talked about bringing in stories. You can actually put these things to the test using split testing to see whether these new tactics, these changes actually work better than what you're already doing. And the final one, if you're using more modern, more advanced email marketing systems, is to make use of conditional content and conditional sequences. So you're adding tags to your subscribers based on whether they're members or not, based on how long they've been on the list, based on what they opted into your list for, so what interest they have. And you're using that to refine what they receive from you so it's more in tune with their needs, where they are, and what they're interested in. All six of these things can really, really help you level up when it comes to email marketing, which in turn will help you to get more people signing up to your membership. So 
Hopefully, some of this is stuff you're not already doing, and hopefully this gives you that push to make these changes in your email marketing strategy. As always, I'd love to hear from you to see what results you're getting, how these changes have actually impacted how these changes have actually impacted your email marketing strategy. So please do follow up, tweet me at Membership Guys, hit me on Instagram at Membership Guy. Let us know in our free Facebook group by going to talkmemberships.com. That'll redirect you to the group or just searching Membership Mastermind in the app. I would love to hear which of these changes you've made, which of these tactics you've implemented and what you've seen as a result of doing so. Hopefully you've enjoyed today's episode. Hope you found it useful. I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members, then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step membership roadmap, our extensive training library and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement, and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com.